What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the very first edition of the Cody Springer Podcast. I am your host, Cody Springer. And uh, this very first episode of the podcast will be me talking about what happened to CNM Entertainment. Um, this is a podcast um, just, you know, to address the fans of CNM Entertainment and kind of talk about what happened. For those of you who are who don't know me personally, um, my name is Cody. I am from Van Wert, Ohio. I've basically lived here all my life, pretty much. Um, I, uh, I I like I like a lot of things. You know, I like to uh, video edit. I like uh, football. I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, and yeah, I mean that's how I love music, movies, all all forms of entertainment. Um, but not enough about me though. This is about CNM Entertainment. I kind I kind of don't know where to start with this, um, but um, but yeah, this is the first episode of the Cody Springer podcast, and. Um, I I sent an email out to some of the most, most loyal fans of the of the uh, of the brand, and um, I told them if they had any questions, you know, they could send them to me, and I will answer them and address them uh, in this podcast. Um, I just want to point out this podcast is available on Pippa, iTunes, and um, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, I also have a new agency which I will talk about here in a little bit as it relates to some of the questions I've gotten. But um, anyways, let's get into what happened more so. So CNM Entertainment was a brand that was started up by me and a close friend of mine. His name was Marcel. And, um, you know, and I had the Visionary Network going and... Uh, that, that fell apart, and it's been well documented as to what happened with that. Um, but yeah, so Marcel and I decided we were going to start up a YouTube channel, and we were going to do videos, and and yeah. Um, so that's what we did. And we were getting some traction on YouTube. You know, we, we managed to get up to 400 subscribers. I know that doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but, you know, it's kind of hard to get to get anywhere on YouTube these days. So, I mean, to have built a fan base and to get those subscribers was a big deal to us. Um, but, so, yeah, we were, um, we had a pretty good wave of, of uh, momentum going. And then YouTube was slowly but surely uh, fucking us over. They were demonetizing videos, or they were giving them limited monetization, and whatnot, and uh, and like we had some videos that were blocked in some countries due to copyright issues and whatever the fuck, you know, because YouTube is they're a bunch of copyright Nazis. So, so yeah, YouTube. I mean, we were basically not going to succeed you know with the type of content that we were putting out and they were slashing views and and yeah like they were preventing us from getting anywhere it seemed so and then we were having quality issues and 
um, made us stop several times. Um, but this this last time, you know, we stopped, you know, because, not only because of quality issues, it was just because I wasn't, I didn't have the passion to do the videos. Um, you know, I just got to a point where I personally did not have the passion to do these. Um, I mean, I, I like making videos and stuff, but I mean, but when you're not really getting anything out of it personally, you know, then I mean, why, why are you making the video? You know what I mean? So like I, I had reached a point where I was like, you know what, why am I doing this if I don't want to do it? You know, why, if I don't have the passion to do this right now, then why am I doing it? So I, so I decided, you know, we should go on a hiatus, you know, and Marcel agreed because he was going through some stuff too, which I will get into here in a little bit. So we went on a hiatus and with, we had every intention of coming back, you know, it was just a matter of us finding the passion to make great content again, but there were other personal issues surrounding the whole situation, and this is what mainly uh, drove us to failure and to fall apart. And let me just point this out. I'm not afraid to fail at something, but from every failure, I, I learn. It's a learning experience, and I take that with me in the next step that I make. So, anyways, um, so... Yeah, Marcel had a job full time, and and here's another thing too. Marcel and I were living together. We were roommates. Um, we had lived together for about eight months, and let me just say it's probably not the best thing to, you know, also be a business partner with someone that you are living with, as you know, because that could create some issues, which you know I'm going to get into. But anyways, Marcel had lost his job at, uh, he was working at Walmart. He was a sales associate there and he got fired due to, um, a female coworker of his claiming sexual harassment against him. And when I had, you know, asked him about this, he said he didn't do anything at all to her. And then eventually came out that he, you know, was inappropriately touching her. You know, he was saying inappropriate stuff to her. And then Walmart uh, decided to terminate him. And um, and I mean, I mean, from what he's told me, it was a two-way street. That she was also doing stuff to him, but ultimately they decided to let him go. And. I was like, well, I mean, because here's the thing. We were also splitting the bills 50-50. You know, we, we, we agreed that we would split house expenses down, down the middle. Uh, rent, electric, and the internet bill. Um, so now we were faced with a situation of, you know, Marcel not being able to uh, live up to his end of the bargain. You know, and paying us half the bills. So, um, I told Marcel, like, look, man, 
you know, I mean, due to my past, because I've had some shitty ass roommates. Like I, like my first roommate, he um, lost his job and he sat at home for three months doing nothing. And then when I, when I, when I finally decided to move out, you know, and while I was gone, he decided to steal all my stuff. So, and then I've had other roommates who just up and up and left without, you know, really telling me and shit like that. And, you know, I mean, it, I just had a bad experience with roommates, you know, and I told Marcel, like, look, man, you know, I mean, what happened, you know, I mean, it was kind of your fault, kind of wasn't your fault. You know, you shouldn't have been touching her. You should have kept your hands to yourself. Like, and now you're in this situation. I told him he had 30 days to find a job. And he got fired on February 15th. Uh, so last month he got fired. So February 15th. And I told him he had 30 days to find a different job. You know, and that would put him at March 17th. You know, for him to get employment. And he agreed. You know, he like he's like, all right, you know, I will, I will do my best to make sure I have a job by then. And if I don't have a job by the 30 days, then I'll have to move back in with my mom. I said, okay. And he said that, you know, he was going to change, you know, and be more independent and, and not be as dependent on other people. And, you know, and I thought, thought he was going to make an effort to really do that, but he did not. And I mean, basically he sat at home all day long played video games, did nothing. Like, he was barely putting in job applications. He wasn't making a serious effort to um, find a different job. You know, and, I, and like, here's the thing. I hate to put the guy's business out, out there like that, but, you know, the fans, they deserve an explanation for what happened, so I'm giving it to them. Um, and then Marcel also had these cats that he got... Ironically, from the same female coworker that got him fired, uh, essentially, um, she gave him two cats. They were both female. However, she neglected to tell him that they were both pregnant. Um, so, um, they the cats ended up giving birth to kittens. Both did. Um, and so the one cat gave birth to four kittens and the other one gave birth to three. So we had a total of nine cats at, at this point at our house. And yeah. And, and I mean, when you, when you have a, a pet, you have to take care of them. It doesn't matter how small or how big the animal is. You know, you could have a, a, a freaking uh, gerbil or a hamster or whatever, you know, even you have to take care of those too. You know, I have to clean out cages. You know, you have to, you know, make sure they have food and water. And while well, Marcel, he did not really take care, take good care of these cats. He really did not. Um, the litter box, you know, with, when you have a cat, you have to change out the litter box every day. They have to have fresh, clean litter you know, so they can do, you know, for them to do their business in. And he would, like, let the litter go for, like, four or five days at a time before he finally ended up cleaning and changing it. I was, and 
man, it fucking smelled in the kitchen. It was bad. You know, and I would tell him constantly, dude, the kitchen smells like shit. You need to change the cat litter. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll get to it. Or he wouldn't say anything at all and not do it. And it would piss me the fuck off. You know, I was like, dude, you have to change out this fucking cat litter. And he wouldn't do it. I'm like, God damn, are you that lazy? Motherfucker, man. Anyhow, so... Um, and then and then they would go like three or four days without food too. Like even when he had had a job still, you know he would blow all of his money on stupid shit, and then he would be broke. And then when the cats ran out of food, he was he wasn't able to go get them more food because he was broke because he didn't know how to manage his money. I'm not like that. I know how to manage my money. You know I make sure you know I get all my bills paid. And, you know, I make sure I still have enough left over after all that so I can get food and gas and whatever else I need through the week. But, yeah, he his he didn't have very good priorities. I'll just say that right now. He was more focused on buying stupid shit rather than feeding himself and getting the things he needed and getting food for the cats. Um... I mean, with his last paycheck, he made sure they had food. You know, he bought a big, big uh, bag of cat food. But I'm telling you what, you know, like that, you know, they would have ran out of that too eventually, and then they would have been fucked because he wouldn't have been able to get them more food. But anyways, he was borderline abusing them as well. You know, um, yeah, and he was neglecting them. And, like, in the last few days, you know, he was not at home. You know, he was at his mom's house and whatnot. And I'm going to pull out my phone and I'm going to read you the the text messages that basically spiraled everything out of control. So, um, this was... um, Let's go back here. Um, there's a lot of messages. Okay. Oh, and also I got to cover the Joe Davis stuff. All right. So there is a, there was a subscriber of ours. His name was Joe Davis and Joe, he's a troll. I'm just going to point that out point blank. He's a troll. Um, he's been around since you know, we were on the Visionary Network and he followed us to CNN Entertainment and uh, he's a he's a troll, you know, plain simple. And Joe, he likes to start fights with people in our comment section. He likes to cause drama and and he's also a big liar too. You know, he likes to stir shit up. And then Joe, um, while we were on our hiatus, he decided to go in the comment section of one of our videos and make up a big fucking lie about me and Marcel. Saying that Marcel raped a girl, which he never did. Um, Saying that I got into a horrible car accident and I almost died and that someone in my family died and stuff like that, which is untrue. The only thing that's true about about me being in a car accident is I was in a car accident on Christmas Eve. 
that's it. Like that that's I mean it wasn't even that serious. Like it was a fender bender. You know, that's it. You know, that that was that was the extent of the accident. No one got hurt, you know, thankfully. And yeah, I just had a, we just had small scratches on our cars. But yeah, he was like saying that Marcel sends nudes and stuff like that to girls and and whatnot and like underage girls and whatever the fuck. Just a bunch of untrue statements. Um, we made a video to address that. And then Joe admitted to making this shit up, but saying he did talk to somebody that he and that Marcel and I both know and that someone's trying to shut down the channel and blah, blah, blah. I decided, you know what, I'm fucking just not going to pay any attention to it, you know. Um, and I ended up banning Joe from the channel. But anyways, let's read these text messages that spiraled everything out of control. So this was this past Thursday at 5.34 p.m. Marcel says, did you see the email Joe sent us? We need to fix some shit. Obviously, it's someone in town that gave him the spill. I said, yeah, I read his fucking email, but honestly, I don't really care. I'm about done with YouTube, honestly. He said, we just need to figure things out is all. We haven't put up anything in a while. He said, no, I'm talking about being done completely. I hate what YouTube has become. They cut you down so much and you only make it on there if you know the right people or you do something stupid that goes viral. I'd rather do shit on Facebook, honestly, or make a website or stick to just podcasting. He said, you are already giving up, really, and that's why you won't make it. You don't get big in one day or one month or even one year. You have to put in the work. You know the right stuff we both do. You're just uh, not happy with where we're at or the fact that we have to get the monetization again. If you really want to get big like you say you want to, then you'll put in the work. Unless you really want to stay at your current job. You say you want to leave and, and go somewhere better. I haven't seen you look for a place that's better, so you must like the bullshit that they give you there. You complain about it all the time if you really don't like it. Find somewhere else to work that will pay you what you want and not give you the problems that you have now. Alright, so he is right. I mean, you're not going to get big overnight, but at the same time, he and I have been doing this for a, a while. You know, we've been at it for months and, you know, and they're not letting us get anywhere because YouTube has all these bullshit practices in place and you know they take people down and they remove channels and they ban people it's fucking dumb you know youtube has become so fucking dumb you know i i miss youtube when you know it, it wasn't so mainstream and they you, they didn't commercialize all this bullshit um but what really pissed me off about this is he had the nerve to criticize me about my current job when he's the one who's sitting at home, unemployed, doing nothing, but sit on his fucking ass all fucking day, not doing shit. That's what really pissed me off. Like, here's the thing, I don't, I don't love my job every day, but I'm really good at it. You know, and I'm, I'm good at what I do, and they pay me a decent amount of money. Most places won't pay me what I'm making now, so. So anyways, I responded. I said, okay, that's where you can fuck off right there. 
I may not love my job all the time, but I'm really damn good at it. Remember, I'm the only, only income right now. Don't talk to me about my job when you are the one who don't have one. I don't know why you're disrespecting me for, but if I don't want to do YouTube anymore, that's my decision, not yours. I said I'm getting tired of this, I want these cats out of here, and you need to figure out your situation for the future because I feel like carrying you already, and I can see this is going to be a winning game until the 17th. I gave you an out a week ago, and you should have took it. And what I mean about that is, is that a week ago, I gave him an opportunity to move out, you know, without an obligation to pay me rent or anything like that, you know, with his last check. I gave him an out, and he's like, no, I need to stay here because that's the best thing for me. I'm like, okay, dude. And then he said, okay, clearly you're not getting what I'm saying, but you're the one that wanted to do YouTube. Um, yeah, but he wanted to do, to do YouTube himself as well. If he really didn't want to do it, then he should have said something a while back ago. Whatever. Um, I said, yeah, but it isn't working out like I planned, and I don't think you listen to a fucking thing I say ever. It's not worth continuing if I don't have the desire to do it. They put up so many goddamn hurdles so you can't get anywhere. I'm done. And then he said, okay, hold on, where in the fucking burning world of hell do you get the right to say some shit like that? I've been looking and I'm waiting on shit um, back from places, you bitch. Where in the hell do you get to give me a deadline to get a job? Last I checked, I still gave your ass money for rent. Okay, I gave him a deadline and he agreed to it. I gave him a deadline. You said, I said, dude, you have until the 17th to find a job. And he said, okay, yeah. You know, 30 days, if I don't have a job, then I'll move out. That's what he said. Um, so I told you to tell your bosses to look at my app. I don't care what you have. I don't care that you have nothing to do with it. You want me to have a job? Then help me find one or stop complaining about it. Same with the cats. If you're not going to help with them, then don't say shit about them. If you were caring, if you were caring, carrying me like your ass keeps complaining about you would be feeding me and driving me places. You haven't done that shit for a while. I don't want to hear shit from you until rent becomes a problem and I'm no longer paying my half. Till then, shut the fuck up about me getting a job. I've been looking. It's a waiting game about them getting back to me and them hiring me. Uh, about them hiring me. It's kind of difficult to read this because there's so many run-on sentences and like fucking. There's no grammar involved here. Um, first of all, he and I worked at the same place beforehand. That's how we met each other, and he wanted to get back there. And he wanted me to help him, you know, get his job back, essentially. But the problem is, my boss wants nothing to do with him. He ended on bad terms. He got fired from there, too. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to talk to my boss, put my ass on the line, you know, and, yeah, because she wants, she wants nothing to do with you to begin with. Even if we are in dire straits and we need help around there, She's not going to go to you. She's not going to hire you back. Uh, so, 
Like, I don't even know why he was about that. And then the cats, they're not my responsibility. So why should I, you know, help help take care of them? They're not my responsibility. They're his responsibility because he decided to take them in, not me. And then, um, and then he talks about feeding him and driving him places. It's not my responsibility to make sure he has food to eat. And it's not my responsibility to make sure he gets to point from point A to point B. That's not my fucking responsibility. You know, maybe if he would get his driver's license and a car, he would be able to drive himself from point A to point B. And if he would be able to budget his money, you know, he would, he, you know, he would fucking be able to, uh, you know, do shit for himself. Whatever. Um, but yeah, all kinds of disrespectful shit telling me I'm a bitch, telling me to shut the fuck up, you know, I mean, like, where does he get off saying this shit to me? Like, for real, like, he has a nerve to criticize me about my job when he doesn't have one, and then he says that disrespectful ass shit to me? Are you serious? Anyways, continuing... I respond saying, you are being disrespectful as fuck right now. Like, they don't want you back, dude. I know they don't. And it's not my responsibility to help you find a job. You sit around and do nothing all day long, and these cats need to go. And he says, only because your ass is being my way or the highway. You want me to be respectful? Then get on my page. You've been acting like you have something over me since the harassment thing started. Starting to act like you want nothing to do with me like a new person, so I don't want to hear it. You want me to get a car, but you won't help me get my license. You want me to get a job, but you won't help me find one. I've asked you to help me work on my new maneuverability, and but neither one of us got to it. You want me to get a job, but the only time you see me is when you get home from work. How the fuck do you know they don't want me back? Because so far, she's always looking for help. They are going to go, f they are going to go. fuck face. I'm not keeping all of them. Let me worry about them. I take care of them, not you. Remember, so I put put them up when I'm ready to. Okay. <laughs> Going back to that that whole that whole thing about me helping him do things that he needs to do by himself. Again, it is not my motherfucking responsibility to help him get a job. It's not my responsibility to help him get his driver's license. That shit he needs to do on his own. Look at me, dude. I didn't need anybody's help to get a job. I applied. I did the interviews by myself. I got the job by myself. Like, he, he just expects everyone to, like, fucking help him through life. You know, he acts like he can't do nothing for, for himself. And he's saying... That if he want if I want him to be respectful, then I need to get on the same page as him. No. You're you're being lazy. That's what you're doing. You're making excuses for yourself when in fact you won't take any responsibility for your own actions. And and, and then he said I want nothing to do with him. When the fuck was I ever like that? 
no. I was still talking and joking with you as a friend, because that's what we do. We talk and we joke around and shit, you know. If anything, you're the one who wanted nothing to do with me. You know? Fuck. Yeah, but like I said, you know, it's not my responsibility. So anyways, I, I responded by saying you never asked me to work on your maneuverability, and I'm not getting on your page if you're going to be like that to me. It's not my responsibility to help you do all this. I'm not your mom. Keep calling me names. That's just great. And you don't care if the cat, you, and you don't care for the cats unless you have to. You don't change out their litter every day. They don't, and they don't always have food. And you have seven kittens who won't be getting the shots they need. That's why you need to rehome them. You can't just hang on to them because you want to. Which is a valid point because if he doesn't have a job, he's not gonna, not gonna be able to pay for their shots to dewarm them, you know, and get their vaccinations. Then he responded, he's like, well, what do you want someone to do when they talk to someone and they're pissed? Fucking talk like they got butterflies in their stomach? I did ask you when I took my test and failed. I haven't asked you to help me get a job for the simple reason that's my problem. You just said, I need to help you find a job. Are you fucking kidding me? And you're right, it's your problem. It's not my problem. And he says, you can't give them away till they're eight weeks old. You even looked that shit up and told me. I'm sorry that I haven't been able to clean their shit box because I've been trying to look for a goddamn place to work. I'm not even holding on to them. I'm waiting until they're of the right age to give them better homes. Cop out right there. Um, for first of all, the one the, the the litter of four they were eight weeks old. Like as of now, they are eight weeks old. So Marcel could have gotten rid of them, you know, this week or last week even. So like that that's just a cop out right there. Now, the litter of three, yeah, they needed more time. But he could have gotten rid of, you know, the the older litter of cats, but he chose not to. Because, like I said, he's hanging on to them. And then he says, I haven't been able to clean out their litter box because he's been trying to find a place to work. That's bullshit, too. Because he'll sit in front of the fucking TV, play video games all goddamn day, and not do shit. So yeah, fucking bullshit, lying, fucking whatever, dude. Oh my god. And then I said, I feel like you are blaming me for all these problems when they aren't mine to begin with, and I don't appreciate you disrespecting me like that. I already said I don't want another Brian situation, I feel like this is what I'm getting. I'm not dealing with it. I want the, the cats gone, and you need to come get your stuff, because after this outburst, I'm done. I'll give you give you your half of the rent back for this month. Um, and and when I say Brian, I, I'm talking about my first roommate. You know, the one who stole my shit, and screwed me over. Um, and then he said, first off, you can't kick me out. We are both on the lease. I can't get rid of the cats till they're eight weeks old. I don't know what's going on with you. You're going through something. My mom helps me fill out an app, and I'm going to Cooper's tomorrow to fill out an application. If this was another Brian situation, 
I would have already been moved out and all your stuff would be gone. I'm not Brian. Well, I mean, yeah, he was on the lease, but at the same time, um, I talked to my landlord and she said, if he is not financially able to pay you know, his way, then we can get him off the contract and put and just have it be me. Um, and of course that's what ended up happening. But anyways, I'm going to keep going here. And I, and I said, Diana, which is my landlord, she said, if I give you, give you back your half of the rent, then you can leave. And I'm not going through anything. I talked to her and she said, if you can't financially afford to pay the rent, then she will change the contract over to just me. Only thing I have to do is give you your half, your half back and I will. And then at this point, I had discovered that there was mounds of shit behind the furniture and underneath my couch. And I could not find the baby gray kitten from the youngest litter. I thought something might have happened to it. And then I made a judgment call at this point because he wasn't home when we were te when, when we were texting each other. I made a call to get those cats out of there and I took them to my mom's. You know, because the animal laws do state if, if you feel that an animal is being neglected, that they are not being taken care of in the proper way, then you have every right to remove them from the situation. So I was exercising my right to remove the animals from the house. So <clears throat> I said, after discovering shit underneath the furniture and not being able to find the baby gray kitten, I decided to take them all to my mom's. If you want them back, then you need to leave. I will take them to the Humane Society if I have to. Then he texts me back about two hours later. He said, okay, you want me out? Then give them back and all of my half. I don't want to hear, hear any shit from you. The person that's supposed to be my brother and my best friend, more like a leech to make your life better. Okay, so yeah, I mean, Marcel and I, we were, we were, we were close. We were. We had like a brother relationship. But at the same time, you know, him making the decisions that he was making, it was affecting my livelihood as well, you know? Like him getting fired, I'm like I'm dependent on him to pay half the bills. You know what I mean? Like and, and then he's leaving he's not doing what he needs to do as an adult to make sure that he continues to pay those half of the bills. At that point, it it's not it's nothing personal. It's it's you know, it just comes down to the living situation. I can't fuck myself over because of him. I can't do that. If I'm not able to pay rent, I can't live here. It's as simple as that. You know? I mean, it's the same thing with anyone who has an apartment or a, or a house that, that with a mortgage payment. If you don't make a mortgage payment, you can't live in that house. You can't. And there's a lot of things that he needs to understand about life. There, I mean, the one thing I know about life is that it's not fair and it's not easy. 
and he expects everything to be easy and he expects everybody to help him out through life. Well, I'm sorry, but you're not always gonna have help there. You're gonna have to do stuff on your own. And he just flat out made excuses for himself. He didn't take any responsibility for his own actions. And that's why things went down the way they did. So anyways, um, so I gave him a few hours to move his stuff out of the apartment. I come back, I gave him all the cats, like I said, and I gave him all of his, I gave him his half of the money back for the month of for rent. So I lived up to my end of the bargain. He lived up to his, he moved out. So, you know, I live here by myself now. Here's the thing. I never needed Marcel to pay for this place. You know, I can pay for everything on my own. I don't need a roommate. And with that being said, I'm done with roommates because it's just, it's just a horrible fucking thing for me. You know, I'm better off being by myself. I'm a bit of a loner anyways, you know, so I'm just better off being by myself. You know, and now I have more freedom to do whatever I want here. I don't have to ask anyone's permission to do something before I do it, you know? So if I want to have someone over, I can do that. If I want to have a girl over, you know, and do stuff with her, I can do that. You know, I don't have to seek anyone's permission or anything, so. But anyways, that is what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I apologize to the fans. Um, I've been thinking about stepping away from, from YouTube for a while now. And, and yeah, I don't know what the future holds for me. Um, right now, I have started up a new agency called Creative Ambitions Agency. Um, I, I will be an agent of sorts for uh, content creators. I already represent the K&A show, which you guys may know was a sponsor of CNM Entertainment, Keith and Anthony. I represent them. I also represent Lucas Rojas, which is, who's been a longtime good friend of mine. You know, to go way back. Um, so yeah, I represent him now too, and I and I look to represent other people as well. So if you're a content creator, you know, or if you're a business, hit me up. You know, we can talk business. We can definitely help each other out for sure. Um, as a Facebook page, facebook.com slash creative ambitions agency. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sprainer Brand. And I have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Sprainer Brand. All right, let's go to the emails and uh, I'll answer your guys' questions about this whole situation. Uh, this first one is from Mark Holmes. Hope you're doing, doing, hope you're doing good, Mark. Um, he said, I kind of saw this coming. I'm sorry it happened, but it's unfortunate. What do you plan to do next? Um, I mean, continue to expand Creative Ambitions Agency. Uh, do stick to my podcasts. Um, and, you know, I've got some ideas in mind for the future. But right now, that's 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 pretty much what I plan to do. Um, you know, I, I hope that I can have you guys still be a part of you know, the community, you know, and whatnot, and still talk to you guys, because you guys are awesome, 
but if uh, I, I, I understand if you know if if, if that's you know something you guys don't want to do, but uh, but yeah, uh, let's go to the next one here. Uh, Raymond Johnson. He said, "What the fuck was it because of creative creative differences or what?" Um, not really. I mean, we were pretty much on the same page creatively. Um, I mean, well, I did want to do, I, I did want to change up, you know, uh, CNM entertainment. Um, I did want to bring back, um, X's corner, which was a show that I had on the visionary network. And I suggested to him to bring back Cujo's game of universe, but I mean, he just wasn't very receptive to the idea and he kind of just wanted to keep things the way they were, which was, which was fine. You know, um, but anyways, uh, next one here, Jeremy Ramos. He said, "Damn, cuz, sorry to hear that. Are you going to do stuff on your own channel still?" Um, I don't know. Uh, right now, I don't really have anything going, you know, or any ideas for YouTube at this at this point in time. Like I said, I'm kind of just done with it for right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Um, but thanks for thanks for the email. Uh, the next one comes from Sylvia Cruz. Uh, damn, I'm sorry, Cody. I wonder what happened. Do you have any content planned for the future? Um, right now, um, I, I have some things planned, but nothing concrete right now. Um, that might change here in the next couple weeks. So. I would say stay tuned, Sylvia. Thank you for the question. Um, but yeah, guys, that's pretty much all I have for this podcast. Um, that's what happened. You know, I, I mean, it's a, it's a damn shame what happened. You know, I mean, you know, people have been asking me, like, well, are, are you guys still going to be friends? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um all I know is that I did nothing wrong here. You know, I, I tried to help him. I tried to get him going in the right direction and he would not listen. He wouldn't want, he didn't want to do things, you know, the right way. And, you know, and I mean, he has a lot of issues that he needs to sort out. You know, I think maybe him being back at home with his mother might help him do that. But, yeah, I don't know. But as of right now, I have no plans to talk to him, communicate with him at all. Because he said some really disrespectful shit, and it hurt, and it still hurts, and I'm so mad about it. I am very pissed about it still, and I have every right to be. You know, I've done nothing but help him through bad times, good times, you know. And he's practically spit in my face. So, yeah, and like I said, and this is a, this is not a bashing Marcel podcast. This is not what that is, you know. I mean, I hell, I mean, me and Lucas, we, even me and Lucas had issues in the past, and we were able to get get through them. And he and I are still good buddies, but I I don't know. I don't know if Marcel and I are going to talk again, if, you know, if we're going to be friends. I don't know. But that's that's where things are right now. It's unfortunate what happened. But like I said, I want to come on here, do this podcast, and 
just to uh, to uh, give the fans an explanation as to what happened. You know, and I'm sorry. I you know I'm sorry for you know the, the, that this happened, and yeah. But I'm hoping you guys stick around and you know and uh, because there are big things lined up for the future. You know, with everything that I got planned and going on. So yeah, just stay tuned and you know keep it going. So, anyways, that's the explanation. Um, so, yeah, just subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media, and I'll talk to you guys very soon.